And here we are, part six of the Well-Balanced Dad Diet. We're halfway there officially, and it's kind of crazy to think that you have spent nearly 30 to 40 minutes reading. You've spent 20 times three, maybe two hours listening to the different audio pieces and stuff. And I'm, I'm grateful. I'm forever grateful, and I'm really happy that you're still here and you're sticking it out. Uh, you're halfway there. It's going to be really good. It's a really great back half filled with just tons of inspiration and just a lot of fun. But we start off part six by referencing part two. If you recall, it was small steps. We threw out every notion of a magic pill, formula, and idea of an overnight change and quick fixes. What we're doing again with the well-balanced dad diet is that we are finding tools, whether new or used, filling our tool bag up with them and using them long term. Hence, what we want to take and look at the title, a long-term mindset. We're going to talk about some of the things that we can help, that we can do to help us achieve that long-term mindset, which is a lifelong mindset that helps us continue to use these tools to the best of our abilities for as long as we can use them. As we get older as dads and parents, hopefully someday we become grandparents. And if we're fortunate and healthy enough, we become great-grandparents. And we get to live and see our kids have kids and their kids have kids and just the beauty of becoming and seeing more life created from a life that we created. And it's really cool to think about. It excites me, you know, hopefully if that's my daughter's choice, they have children. And I think that would be awesome to be able to see that and be able to be a grandpa someday and to have that as part of my life. But totally off topic. See, I'm thinking long term. But with a long-term mindset, we also have to be honest because it looks very different from person to person on any given day. Today, like today for me recording this, I feel good. I'm firing on all cylinders. I went to the gym. I worked out. I've been writing. I've been posting. I've been creating. It's been a ton of fun. It's been a good, good day. So I feel like I'm probably running about, you know, pretty high caliber, high vibration, probably in the 90 percentile. And it's awesome. But some days, we have to admit, we are only running about 20-30% of the normal day-to-day. And that's okay. You're human, I'm human, but we have to be willing to put the effort in on those low vibration days, those low percentage days, and give all of that 20% that we have to give, no matter what, because we have to feel accomplished. We have to get to that accomplishment. And if you see in the background my dog, you see a pile of laundry on the bed. Obviously, there's some work I need to do myself, but that's just nature of the beast. But, you know, we we get up every day. We give it all. It doesn't have to be 100% every single day. If we give 100% of our 20%, and that's the most you can give, go for it. I think there's a... What's my dog doing? He's chewing a bone. We have to realize that with a long-term mindset, there's going to be failure. I think Kobe said it best. Rest in peace to Mamba. If you're afraid to fail, then you're probably going to fail. So in addition, you have to remember you can always be better. You're going to fail. You're going to mess up. And you're occasionally going to let yourself down and those around you down. You're going to fail. That's good. It means you're human. It means you have heart. You care. Honestly, that's all you can ask for is that you're human and you care. Personally, I equate the hurt, the heartache that we feel when we fail because we care just as much about who or what we failed, if not more. So you have to pick yourself up, give yourself some love, give yourself some grace, and most importantly, forgive yourself when you fail. You have to remember, 
that the best baseball players in the world, Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, Babe Ruth, Pete Rose, Ichiro Suzuki, Edgar Martinez, Ken Griffey Jr., Alex Rodriguez, Derek Jeter, the list goes on and on. Every single Hall of Famer that's in the Baseball Hall of Fame failed about 70% of the time when they hit. But every time they were up to hit, every time they go up to bat, they show up and they keep going daily. They grind at bat after at bat after at bat. They give 100%, even though they know they're only going to succeed about 30% of the time. And they're going to be great because they stuck it out enough through all that failure to be 30% great, at least in the batting average department. Now, what the heck does a mind long-term mindset look like? How do we get there? I have three ideas. And each with its challenge should go two, three, one. No, we will go through them one, two, three, since that makes sense. Again, but these could go in any order you like. You could go two, three, one, one, three, two, however you want to do it. And however you want to apply them is totally okay. And how we apply them, however you feel works best for you. If one doesn't work for you, don't do it. But again, these are challenges and things for you to consider and think about. As you begin to implement a long-term mindset, Again, from my experience. So we have to know what route we're going to take. And we have to start planning. Goal one. The first thing that we are going to do is we are going to sit down at our computer or at a desk with a pen and paper or with our phone. And we're going to write it down and write it out. This is something I have talked about tons on the Young Dad podcast. Something I talked about in a very original Let's Talk. A long time ago I talked about this. But there's so much value to our words and writing things out. But we're not going to put arbitrary numbers or values here. Words only. We're going to create that clear vision, a blueprint, if you would. We start small, but those steps will slowly get bigger over time. And we need to know where they will lead us. The vision is who you want to see looking back at yourself in 5, 10, 15, 25, and 50 years even. This vision can change and will change, but you need to create goals that will get you to that version of you you desire to see looking back at you in these different time frames. Again, personally, I'm thinking back to when I first got divorced. I did something very similar to this where I wrote out visions. I wrote out what I periodically, once a month, I would go back in and I would look at kind of where my life is. Where am I going? What am I doing? Where do I want to go? And, you know, I parts of that I had to edit and let go over time. I haven't done that in a really long time. I really should. I really should want to. Um, because right now my vision, my trajectory for my life looks a lot different than it did two, two plus years ago when all these things happened. There were some things I didn't let go of, a lot of areas in life I didn't forgive, a lot of places I hadn't grown yet to be able to understand that maybe that's not important. Maybe that's not what I want to be doing in two years. Did I think in two years that I'd be graduated college with a bachelor's degree, working in the field with my degree, dating someone just amazing now, and life would be looking so up and bright despite the struggles and things that are stressing me out on the outside. No, I didn't. Did I think that my health would be in a place to where the doctor wasn't concerned about my weight loss? No. Did I think that I would have recreated relationships and built new relationships with people who I didn't think I would in a while? No, I didn't. Life changes so unpredictably and so rapidly, and that's the cool part about it, is when you just have a general idea, you write it down, you put something out into the universe and whatever your central belief system, but you put something out in your mind, you spark something, there's, you start a power 
almost, and writing out your goals, plans, intention, visions, and your blueprint, you start to commit those things to memory. You start to put them into your conscious, into your subconscious. You bring everything I mentioned above to life, and you give it energy. When you write it out, you develop another part of energy and life. You bring color and all your senses into it because you start to envision it. You start to get hungry. You start to get eager. You start to see the color, smell the smells, hear the sounds, taste new foods, feel the touch of loved ones, and all these senses start firing. Then you start to get this to this level and create a clear vision. Everything you are taking toward those small steps, you know, towards to feel not everything you're working towards. You're taking those small calculated steps. It feels impossible, but then it slowly starts to not feel as impossible. You remember growth and goal setting. That part you will take with you, goal setting, and the the path, the path that you will take to get there isn't linear. It's not linear. Your path is going to look a lot different than mine. It's going to look a lot different than your spouse's even. It's going to take... Um, take time and uh, effort and it's going to look different for everyone but that's okay never stop working towards your path to where you want to be um, you might be like I might have been you might be like I've been in the past where you don't feel worthy of these goals you don't feel like you deserve to be happy and have these changes and to reach that vision, to reach that high frequency, that high vibration, whatever you want to call it, to reach these goals and end part of your path. It's okay. If you don't feel like that, that's okay. That's normal. You're feeling like an imposter. You don't feel worthy of these goals, these drastic changes. And I, in my head, I can't justify doing this for me. It feels selfish all the time, the energy and effort that's going to go into this mindset, into myself that I could put into those around me. I could be putting that time, effort, and energy into my kids, into my partner, into my relationship, into everything, into my work. For what? How are you going to put all that time and energy and effort into all those other areas if your cup is empty? You have nothing to put in there because you have nothing in yourself. Because you haven't been putting anything into yourself to develop in those different areas. You have nothing in your cup to pour into these other cups. You deserve goals. You deserve to have your vision for you. You deserve to pour into your cup. So stop thinking that you don't. Please. I'm going to fire it up here. So now that you've written your goals down and out, you created a vision or a blueprint. Now you feel that those are there. They're created. What's going to keep you motivated? How are you going to keep going forward? Well, here's a goal for your goals. Goal to attach. You got to attach your goals to something that you generally care about and that you know you won't fail. Often I find myself attaching goals from my health to my kids because I want to live a long time for them. I want to be healthy and be there to be there for them physically. I also want to enjoy this big world with them. So I got to keep my body right. You could also attach your goals to your family, spouse, heck, your dog, a part of work you do, something else that will keep you on track that you don't want to fail this person, which is motivation in itself. If you don't do it for yourself and purely for yourself, do it for those that you care most about. Final thing here, the final goal is for you to commit to that long-term mindset. I want, not want, but we want to keep working that we want to keep working towards. We're working towards this long-term mindset. We're working long-term. We're writing down our goals. We're writing them out. We're attaching our goals to people, things that we deeply care about. 
And lastly, lastly, we're going to be intentional about the things we do. Goal three. We will think about the goals intentionally. And what I mean by intentionally is that you're going to write them out. You can vision plan, vision board, blueprint, whatever you want to call it. You can attach them to wherever you want, but you have to implement them. There has to be action. You have to act on these goals. For me personally, I have goals around my health. I have goals around my mental health, podcasting, being creative. Life, days are short. There's 24 hours in a day. You probably sleep for six to eight of them. So then you're down to about 16 to 18 hours a day. Eight of those and maybe nine of those spent at work. Cut that in half again. You got eight hours to yourself. You got eight hours maybe. No. Yeah. You got eight hours-ish a day. Maybe last six. Six to eight. Travel, whatever else. That's not a lot of time to spend time with your family, spend time with your partner. Um, sit down, write, exercise, do all things that you want to do every day. For me, what I have to do, I have to write out, be intentional. Like, I'm going to do this on this day. I'm going to do this on this day. I'm going to do this on this day. And I have to be so intentional and so, like, thought out and ahead of myself that I have to make sure I'm thinking way ahead. Like, in my in my room by my desk, I have little cork boards that I put notes on so I don't forget things. I'm a forgetter. I've had five concussions part of life. But I put things, like, around me to give myself reminders because I know myself. But then I also do action steps and plans and where I want to go and little reminders. Like one thing that's on my little blog paper on my corkboard is, am I the person I want to be? So I'm constantly reminding myself that I'm working forward. I'm working towards something. I'm working toward that person I want to be in 50 years, in 5, in 10, 15. I'm constantly working toward being that person that I envision that I see in these different aspects. We have to do the things, we have to act, we have to act on our goals, we have to do the things we have set as goals, we have to put action steps in or in line, we have to brainstorm those action steps, because yes, we can write it down, we can write it out, we can attach it to something, it's not gonna happen by itself. You have to put energy and effort into your goals. These things will be intentional, they have to be with purpose, conviction, and energy. Remember we talked about earlier, we go daily into life with as much as we can give. We can only give 47%, 47% try saying that three times fast, 47%. We give 100% of that 47%. Not going to make excuses. We're going to show up for ourselves as our goals are important and they matter because you matter. You being the best version of you matters to you and to those around you. Don't be afraid to ask for that support. Become more well-balanced every single day. Work on yourself, work on your goals, pour into your cup so that you are able to actually pour into those cups around you that you care most about. To wrap it all together, how do I wrap it all together? Well, every day we wake up. We have an idea of what we want to do daily. We have an idea of how we're going to get there. However, take these three tips, these three goals, it helps you go from having an idea to knowing precisely what, when, where, how, and how you will be that, how you're going to do that, how you're going to be that best version of yourself for you and everyone you love and care about, and be that person that they truly deserve, including yourself. Don't forget, you can find, you can follow the Young Dad Podcast page over on Facebook. It's going to be linked below. 
You can follow us at Young Dad Pod on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on our website, ballboymedia.com. And remember to go to our link tree, which is just L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash ballboyblog for all of our deals, promotions, and people that we're working with, website, podcasts, everything. So I love you. You got this. Keep working on that long-term mindset. We're halfway through the Well-Balanced Dad Diet. Uh, stay tuned for some amazing episodes of the Young Dad Podcast through Season 3. We've got some great stuff coming out. We've had some great conversations. We have so many more that are coming. So excited for all of them. We take care. You take care. You stay safe. I love you. Take it easy.